Hello, everyone, and welcome to Untangle, the meditation podcast from Gaiam. I'm your host, Patricia Karpus. In this series, we introduce you to real people with extraordinary stories and experts who have devoted their lives to teaching and helping others through meditation. In today's episode, I sat down with Julie Campolio, a yoga and meditation teacher and founder of Radiant Beginnings Yoga in Denver. Julie's struggle with anxiety as a child inspired her to teach children and to provide them with tools to manage their own stress and anxiety. I talked with Julie and two of her fifth grade students, Tess and Catherine. They share why it is so stressful to be a kid today and how yoga and meditation have changed their lives. They're here to share their story. All right, everybody, we're taking deep breaths here. I'm so excited. I'm here with Julie Campilio, and Julie teaches kids yoga from Denver. The name of your company? Radiant Beginnings Yoga. Radiant Beginnings Yoga. And very exciting, we have Tessa, who is 11. Yes. And we're going to have a conversation with Tessa and Catherine. And Catherine is 10. Yep. Yep. And you, you guys both live in Denver? Yes. Yeah. And what grade are you in? We're in fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So all these guys do a lot of yoga and meditation. So today we're going to talk about yoga and meditation and kids. Awesome. So, yeah, isn't that awesome? So, Julie, tell us a little bit about your program first. We're sure. excited to hear about that. So, we bring yoga into schools. So, it's contemporary, secular yoga and mindfulness. Um, and we're right now in the Denver area. And so, I met these lovely ladies doing some uh, <laughs> classes with them after school. And we focus on bringing a toolkit for stress management into their lives mm-hmm. because we know that kids these days are stressed definitely a lot of stuff on their plate yeah and what are you guys stressed about well i mean there's lots of stuff um i don't know like maybe a month ago i was auditioning for denver school of the arts and that Mm -hmm. was very stressful and is that sixth grade you have to audition for sixth grade yeah and that's crazy yeah and (laughs) and then i also had another theater thing going on and so it was like very pressuring and mm. I was super stressed out. But on every Thursday I'd go to yoga and I just kinda release it all and mm. I'd go home and I'd be very content and relaxed. Well, what stresses you out? Is it that it's just too much or is it that you have such high expectations of yourself or what is it that gets you stressed out? I think a part of it is the vulnerability. Because um, I, I remember my acting directors telling me that acting's all about vulnerability and putting yourself out there is is fun in a lot of ways, but it's also kind of dangerous because, you know, you are taking a risk. And so mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's interesting to experience, you know, like that amount of stress. Well, what goes through your mind in terms of feeling like the dangerous part of it? What feels, like, dangerous? I have um, about one show a year, and... You, usually people from my school come. You know, I want I want people to think of me as a good actress. I want people to notice me as somebody who is talented but also very passionate. And sometimes if I'll mess up on stage or something like that, I'm like, oop. <laughs> and it's kind of, it's kind of, um, that part is kind of, I don't know, like dangerous for oh, me. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, it, it would seem like it would be so um, common to mess up. Like, I would imagine that's sort of part of, like, when you're practicing something. Yeah, and yeah. I think, actually, yoga really helps with that uh-huh. because 
it, it reminds you that you're human and oh, it reminds you yeah. that you that sometimes you do mess up and you have to recover and there are many interesting ways that that can help you recover from things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think the an interesting thing that someone once said to me was when you especially when you're young, it's interesting to learn that there's not one right way to do things because mm-hmm. if you felt like everything had to be done a certain way, you would be so, like, so stressed out about that. Mm -hmm. So how does the yoga and meditation actually help you? I I think it just helps kind of, like, release the the pressure of Mm -hmm. having to be, quote-unquote, perfect, you Uh, know, like, that kind of thing. So, Catherine, what what kinds of things stress you out? Well, um... Like schoolwork a lot mm-hmm. and getting my homework done and getting a good grade. Mm-hmm. So, and middle school is like, what, which middle school am I going to go to? Which schools am I going to get into? Do you think all kids feel that stress or do you, do you worry that something like maybe you won't get into school or you won't get your homework done, even though you know you probably will? What's the stress about it? Well, like, the stress about it is if I have a good grade for, like, middle school, then it, like, helps me get into different schools. So I feel like it's kind of a common stress, but it's still, like... Yeah. Still hard to get through. Yeah, you you put it so much pressure on yourself. Yeah. And then how how does meditation help you when you're feeling stressed? Well, meditation helps me because it... It reminds me to focus on my breath, and again, nothing's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) A good reminder. (laughs) And it really helps me just focus on the moment. Don't worry about what's coming ahead, what what you did in the past. Just focus on what's happening right now. I hope a lot of adults are listening to this because we learn this all much later in Mm -hmm. life, and... That idea of not ruminating in the past and mm-hmm. wondering what's going to happen in the future because you don't have control over those things. Yeah. So this idea of being in the present moment, I feel like you guys are so lucky to have some of these lessons. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah. Julie's so awesome. <laughs> Julie's, Julie's so amazing. amazing. So, but you know why Julie teaches this? Has she told you? Well, I remember um, reading, like, Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. That um, you had like a lot of anxiety when you were younger, and so you wanted to like teach other kids to like kind of let go of that anxiety, like yeah. you kind of learned to do. Yeah. So Julia, you that's what that. I wanted to know. Like, mm-hmm. what as a kid, what does anxiety feel like inside your body? Well, you guys could probably answer it better than I can <laughs> right now, but I think for me, even now, I mean, I it's not like I don't struggle anymore. I still have, like right now, my heart is beating fast. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Driving here, you know, I have to take some deep breaths to really ground myself and get centered. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I would say, you know, a dry mouth, a beating heart, your mind racing really fast. Butterflies. Um, butterflies <laughs> in your belly and your your muscles tightening. And so um, when I target each one of those, it helps me release some of that stress to just feel more at ease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my best friend's moms, um, she was... I was really nervous because I was about to take a test, and she's kind of a helper in the classroom. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have butterflies. And she's like, the butterflies are only there to keep you company. And I remembered that in my head. Like, I... 
have remembered that ever since she said that. So now when I like have to like speak on a stage or like do something even like this, you know, like I'm like the butterflies are only there to keep you company. And I so, I have to tell you I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. It's definitely something that's very memorable. It's yeah. so memorable, and I think so many people feel that nervousness. There's yes. a book that's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway because mm. often when people feel afraid or they're they have butterflies, they're like maybe I shouldn't do this or my palms are too sweaty. I just wanted to stop instead of just saying, oh, hello, sweaty palms. Let's let's <laughs> yes. see what's here for me. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people from my experience and even just knowing you girls for not that long is mm-hmm. a lot of people suffer in silence. So mm-hmm. people that may not think you guys would be anxious because you might be really confident on the outside, um, a lot of people end up suffering in silence and you might not know that they have anxiety. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting when I go into classes and you might have this judgment about someone just having it all together, just Mm -hmm. having everything, their life just looks so perfect and Uh they have nothing to worry about. But you have, there's a lot of things to worry about right now. I mean, Mm -hmm. the world is fast paced and there's mm-hmm. just a lot of pressure that either comes at us or that we create for ourselves like what you guys were saying about the pressure that you kind of put on yourself to be this idea of perfect which we know is not even a thing but mm-hmm. we do it to ourselves mm-hmm. and that's actually one of my favorite parts about yoga and specifically shavasana at the end you kind of you kind of get to talk to yourself. Mm. Like, if you don't talk to many people about your feelings, like, I remember I was really mad at someone. They said something in front of everybody that kind of embarrassed me. And it might have not been intentional, but, because they're a very nice person, but um, I was really mad at them. And during yoga, I practiced forgiveness to that for that person. And I had to talk to myself. I'm like, I know I'm really mad at this person, but I just have to, like, release it. Because tomorrow's a new day, and probably it wasn't intentional, so... Wow. (laughs) I'm sorry. You should be so proud of what you're teaching. Makes me want to cry. I know. It's so amazing. And what do your friends think of you guys doing this? Like some of your friends in school or when you do forgive and don't get angry, are people confused about that? You know, sometimes that happens when you're the strong one and somebody maybe wants you to be mad at them. I don't really know. I mean, like, I think sometimes it's mixed. Like, sometimes people want you to be mad at them. Maybe they did something that was intentional. They wanted you to make Mm -hmm. them feel bad. But sometimes they want to make you feel bad because you did something to them. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like a a constant spiral. And so, but sometimes people will be confused. Like, yeah why are you mad at me? Or like, why did you forgive me for that? Because, and also maybe they'll have no idea what they did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the yoga helps you with self-awareness? Like the thing you were talking about talking to yourself. I mean, that kind of revolves around self-awareness. So do you feel more confident after you do yoga or just better about yourself? Or how do you feel when you... Probably like a lot more confident because I kind of believe that I can do a lot of a lot of things in the world after I do yoga. And I'm not like afraid or anything or want to hide in a corner or something because you really just sometimes you just have to put yourself out there and see what happens I'm sorry I'm just in awe (laughs) (laughs) so back to your friends for a second like when when did you first learn meditation and did you learn it with a group of people or did you 
learn it doing taking like private classes or how how did you learn it well i think so i've been taking like a lot of like yoga classes kind of like in and out since uh, you were a kid yeah oh, okay but i also think part of meditation is learning it from yourself Okay. Like sometimes though there will be like these these nights where I just can't go to sleep. There's something in my brain that's just like buzzing, uh-huh. and you kind of have to learn to meditate like by yourself. And I also think that um, my mom's taught me a lot about oh, meditation, awesome. and my dad. Yeah, they have lots of tips. Like when I can't go to sleep at night, if I'm really thinking about like homework or something like that, mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm. I can calm myself down and I can go to sleep. So. What kind of meditation are you doing? Is it a breath meditation? Is it a mantra meditation? When you're going to sleep at night and you're trying to calm yourself down or is there something special that a special routine that you have well there are actually a few one of them is uh practicing being grateful saying things um or thanking um people for certain things that they've brought into your life and then another thing is my mom asks me what are you struggling with what do you want to feel tonight and sometimes it's safety and sometimes it's like zen Uh and then she'll say choose a color and then you spread that color through your body and that helps me go to bed how did your mom learn this stuff well um she actually works at the eating disorder foundation and she's kind of um therapeutic in a way that's like it's like um teaching people how to she she guides them along the way but i i feel like in a way she also gives them like a boost so that they can do it themselves when they go out mm-hmm. like they can calm themselves down and wow yeah do you and or some of your friends have issues around body image at this age and talk mm-hmm. to me a little bit about that I, I did an interview with a woman this morning who specializes in eating disorders and body image mm-hmm. so we were talking about when young girls start worrying about their bodies and mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts on that well, I actually know somebody in my class who, actually, I know a few people who kind of in and out will be like, oh, my God, I am so fat or, like, I'm so thin or something <gasps> like that. Or, like, I ate pizza tonight and now I'm going to be, like, super fat tomorrow and I need to, like, go on a five-mile run. And These like, are 10-year-olds? Like, are you kidding? 10-year-olds? Yeah. No, but, like, <laughs> like they, they'll, like, kind of freak out and I'll be like, whoa, take a chill pill. Oh. <laughs> like, like, you're fine. Yeah. Everybody's beautiful and you know sort of special mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. whatever so body type yeah, yeah go ahead. sometimes people like criticize themselves like way too much and you just have to take a deep breath and calm down and you just stop worrying because mm-hmm. everything is going to turn out to be okay mm. so do you think it helps to be hopeful and optimistic do you guys think about that a lot does that mm-hmm. sort of help you a little bit to get through some of the tough times mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and what other kinds of issues do you see in some of the kids that are your age mm. that you think meditation might be able to help with maybe uh people are worried are like again worried how about how they look and if they're wearing like the right trend of fashion oh. <laughs> yeah. and sometimes, oh gosh good thing you're not like New your York. dress is so 1900s and i'm like oh, no. say what no i'm oh, not like no. that but i've seen that in movies too and i'm like okay <laughs> you just kind of have to slow down and think about stuff once in a while you just sit yourself down and when you're like when your mind is going crazy and it's going all over the place just sit down and relax and say everything's just going to turn out all right 
And some people who are so worried about what clothes they're wearing don't really, like, I don't know how to say it, but they just... They don't um, know how to maybe feel different about it? or Yeah, and they're so focused on, like, what clothes they're wearing, they're not... And, like, how other people will think of them, mm. that they're not focused on what's good for their body. Mm-hmm. That is such a good point. I'm so glad you brought that up because... Um, I think there is a big gap between how we feel about ourselves and how we think other people think about us. And I think, you know, what do you guys think is more important? Um, Definitely, like, how we feel about our, like, how we feel about ourselves. Because if, like, you let everyone's insults get into you, it just makes you feel horrible. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you usually have to say that's not true, just Mm -hmm. just in your mind. Mm -hmm. And power through it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Someone else had said to me, whenever somebody said something mean to them, in her mind, she said, that's yours, not mine. Uh That's yours, not mine. Mm -hmm. And and being able to... Building on to what you guys are saying, um, Julie in her classes, sometimes she'll she'll say, like, close your eyes and think of five great things about yourself, like that kind of thing. And because I think it's so important to focus on the good in you. Mm-hmm. And you ha- have to focus on the good things about yourself and yeah. not the negative. Right. And someone else um, has said that, like, negative is like Velcro. You know, it's when somebody says one negative thing, it's like, play it over and over and over. Totally. Or it's like that. a splinter or something. <laughs> right. And you're like, come on. I know. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. If somebody says something nice, you're like, thank you, and you let it go. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that was a nice yeah. comment. But when it's negative, it's like, oh, it's so annoying. Yeah. So it's so nice to be able to say, that's not mm. mine. Yeah. And there's a saying that says, people don't remember what um, exactly what they say to you they remember how it made you feel. Right, exactly. These guys might be able to speak about um, how you feel before. So I see them before yoga, and they have a ton of energy. And uh, Tessa, after class on Thursday last week, came up to me and said, thank you so much for class. I felt really crazy before, and now I feel so much better. Yeah, I'm kind of a goofball. (laughs) Which we love that, absolutely. Um, But to see the difference between, it's a beautiful thing to watch kids in general, whatever age, be, you know, a little, their energy may be a little bit scattered in the beginning, and then to see them after class is like night and day, just to um, see the difference. Do you have, like, a time to get outside during the day? Like, you have sports classes and things like that. Yeah, but um, we're actually both on the student council, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we don't get recess Mm because our meeting goes, like, forever. Mm -hmm. And um, that that makes me sad because, like, sometimes you don't get a chance to, like, you know, move and, like, focus on, like, making yourself happy. I'm not saying school's bad, but I'm just saying, like, sometimes you need some, like, break time. Yeah. To be free, right? Yeah, totally. To do your kid thing. Just like a wild monkey. What do you think about these, like, kids that are, and I don't know if you guys are like this, tell me, but um, kids that are super scheduled, like, get out of school, and then they have to go to their flute lesson, and then maybe to gymnastics, and then, oh, I want to try out for the school play, and I know, yeah, yeah, are there a lot of kids I, that I are like that? I do know kids like that. I usually try to, like, carve out times in my schedule to just relax mm-hmm. and not be going to, like, flute lessons, trying out for the play. Um, but just kind of sit down, 
don't think about the homework that's sitting on the table that you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Don't think about, like, anything. Just, Just write in your journal or yeah. something. <laughs> well, what advice would you give to parents of kids mm-hmm. your age? Again, you guys are 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. What, what can parents do? Maybe some parents are listening, some moms are listening, some dads are listening, and they want to know what can they do to help their children relieve stress and anxiety in their in their you know, in their lives. Yeah. Find a time in the day for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, find a time in the day, and you can do whatever you want. You can play outside. You can write in your diary. You can, I don't know, like, even even if you are scheduled, like, like horse ri- horseback lessons like I know somebody who really likes horse horseback riding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um and I think maybe that's like her time of day where she's just like free and she's just herself and like time find a time to like meditate before bed something mm-hmm. like that so time for yourself to do something that's either really peaceful or fun Mm-hmm. And your parents should be aware that that's something that you need. That's the advice that yeah. you're giving. Yeah, go ahead. Like, um, <laughs> even, like, you shouldn't, like, over-schedule your, your child's schedule. Mm-hmm. So they can just, it's not like they have five minutes to, like, eat snack, do homework before they have to go to this lesson. <laughs> oh, gosh, that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah. Throw it into the back seat of the van, right? Yeah, the minivan. Right. Here's your snack. <laughs> Yeah. Like what you guys probably had to do on your way here. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Julie, what advice would you give to um, parents that want to help their kids to be calm in school? Look at all the stress that they have. Yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, we teach tools. Um, breathing is a huge one. Um, just different breath modalities uh, you could do before. Uh, a test, um, breathing in for the count of five Mm -hmm, and exhaling mm -hmm. for the count of six or making it uh, match the count that feels best for you. Um, We do guided imagery, so imagining peaceful places. So at the end of class, we Mm -hmm. usually do that, and that makes you feel nice and peaceful. Um, But breathing, guided imagery, acupuncture, pressure so points in the body that hold stress so your temples so you teach the kids mm -hmm. where those points are so we do temple rubs and shoulder shoulder presses and i actually do that at school like before a test i'll just like do a shoulder press yeah Yeah. that's so good um i usually like to look forward to something like it could be like the end of the test but i had a big test right before spring break so i would i would be like okay so I'm going to Florida for spring break. Um, think about the beach. Uh-huh. Like when when I'm like um, I have no idea how to answer this. So I'm like, okay, okay. Think about after this, you're gonna go to the beach and it's gonna be so much fun and it's gonna be all over with and you won't have to do anything after that. According like for this, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. good. So you you calm yourself by thinking about where you're gonna be on the beach and yeah. how relaxing that's gonna be. And even if you don't have a beach to go to and you imagine it in your mind, mm-hmm. then that yeah. is also similar because it's yeah. all these thoughts that we're making up in our mind. So mm-hmm. if you can't get to the beach because we're not all lucky enough to yeah. get to the beach, <laughs> right. but, you know, you can yeah. close your eyes and imagine a, a place that makes you feel peaceful and relaxed. Yeah, I love what you're saying about like being able to create that imagery to, to really keep you calm. Yeah. And so what are some other tools that you use for 
that imagery that people can use? Yeah, so um, noticing your body. So when we do guided imagery, we'll start with the shoulders and the head and bring awareness to the body to relax each part. And then uh, we'll start firing up the imagination and and the breath. We'll start with the breathing and um, get them to really come to a peaceful place and then insert a place that they envision in their mind. And it can be anything that they want. So a peaceful place for me might be something completely different mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about creating a place that makes them feel safe and happy and um, just a, a good place to be yeah. for them. Awesome. And then after that, we start to wiggle our fingers and our toes <laughs> and reach our arms up over our head and we mm -hmm. hug our knees into our chest and give ourselves a compliment. Mm -hmm. And then we close our class with peaceful thoughts, peaceful words, and peaceful actions. Mm. It's so yeah. nice. And I love what you were saying too, Tessa, about gratitude, because I, I mm -hmm. find myself that it's really important. Like every day I'm thankful mm -hmm. for my friends, I'm thankful for my health. You know, you just pick things that you're really grateful for. It could be your dog, it could be, you know, that you love your school. and they're, Yeah, and they can even be like things that you might think are really small, like this might not be the greatest example of a small thing, but like <laughs> school, like <laughs> some people, some people don't get the chance to mm. go to school and some people are so incredibly shy that they aren't as good at making friends as you might be. Mm -hmm. And some people are not as fortunate to have, you know, like two parents and like, like a some pets and you know like a house and mm -hmm. you you really even though you might be like oh well, food everybody has food like not everybody has food mm -hmm. and you ha you have to focus on that and you have to mm -hmm. remember that you're a very fortunate person well it sounds mm -hmm. yeah that's beautiful mm -hmm. um, and it also sounds like you have learned both of you have learned so much about compassion which is really feeling how someone else might be feeling. And that's so important in life to, to feel that and even to feel empathy for someone and to recognize that a lot of people don't have what you have. So I think that's a real gift that you guys both have, mm -hmm. which is beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm blown away. I just, let me just say, I'm like blown away <laughs> at the wisdom that's here in this room right now. You, you guys are amazing. Thank you. I'm so proud of, you make me proud of your generation. I mm. wish all kids had the opportunities to work with Julie and to thank you. be as wise as you both are. You guys are my teachers too. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in. I'm, I just wanna, you know, really, let you know how grateful I am, and I hope you'll come back sometime. Yeah, yeah thank you for really having fun. us. Yeah. Field trips. Field trip. Yeah. Yeah. Field thank you all for listening. I hope you found Julie, Tess, and Catherine to be captivating and inspiring. And we look forward to sharing more great stories on our next episode. If you have feedback or suggestions for stories, email us at untangle at And don't forget to check out Meditation Studio by Gaim on the App Store. See you next time.